This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast after a stunning, stunning Yankee defeat here. Uh, in Game 3 in Cleveland, the Yankees had this game uh, exactly where they wanted it. They got everything they wanted. Severino, after a shaky start, settled down and got them into the sixth inning. They took a two-run lead into the ninth inning, courtesy of Judge, Cabrera, and Bader all hitting home runs. The Judge home run clearly settled the Yankees down and settled Judge down. It settled the dugout down. It settled everybody down. The Yankees went about their business. They utilized their power, which they have in abundance over Cleveland. They got into the ninth inning. But again, as I have told you for the last two months, this bullpen was going to be an enormous issue. And I tweeted yesterday when they got the rain delay on uh, on Thursday's game. I said to you that that day off, that scheduling problem was going to hurt their bullpen depth. It was going to hurt and compromise their bullpen. It clearly did. And then he tries to get through this by stretching. He goes a little wise ago, okay, goes Peralta, and Peralta looks good. Then he tries to stretch Peralta into the ninth inning, which is shaky. Cabrera was playing way too deep, and he didn't get to a bloop, and twice not getting the bloops has hurt the Yankees. And then you go from Peralta to Schmidt, and you're going to tell me you want to put this in the hands of Schmidt. Now, the Yankees almost got out of this. First of all, Quan's hit was a backbreaker because it set the inning up. You wanted to see, first of all, if they could get to Ramirez. They got to Ramirez, but Ramirez's base hit, which was stopped where nobody scored, only moved everybody up one base. It did not give them what Cleveland needed. And I thought that was going to turn out maybe to be the big, big key because of the curveballs that Schmidt used to get Naylor out, including an 0-2 curveball that was a tremendous pitch that struck Naylor out. Naylor, you thought, would at least get a fly ball to the outfield. He didn't and get the game tied up. Now you're figuring, okay, you might be able to get, although Gus Gonzalez has had some huge hits and already had two game-winning hits, and he looks like every bit of ball player. Okay, looks like a really good prospect. You thought maybe you could get through it. He gets two strikes on him, and then he hits the base hit up the middle. That wins the game, and Cleveland just absolutely stuns the Yankees. And a couple of minutes earlier, Houston had won. And I don't want to be, you know, this series is far from over. And the Yankees have a big pitching edge with the starting pitcher. But Cole's only going to go six innings at best tomorrow, maybe seven maximum, okay? And you're going to be right back in that pen again. And if it's a close game, you're going to have the same problems again. Yankees need a blowout tomorrow. We'll get to that in a minute. But here's the bottom line. 
How would this bullpen in the disarray and ineffectiveness that it is surrounded by right now, how would this bullpen deal with the Astros who are already sitting and waiting next Wednesday? That makes that such a tall order. We don't even want to get things first. You can't ask guys. And now for the second straight day, you're asking guys to do things they haven't done all year. You bring starters in the game. Now you're going to say to Schmidt, hey, kid, you know what? Go out there and shut this down. He gave it his best shot. He was within one strike of doing it. Ramirez didn't hit the ball hard. He strikes out Naylor, and then he gives up a base hit up the middle, and that's the end of the game. But here's the thing. You can't have this kind of bullpen and think you're going to win in the postseason. It doesn't happen. You know how hard it is to win in the postseason when you have a good bullpen, when you have a terrific bullpen, when you have a big closer. They're all vulnerable except for, you know, the great pitchers like Mariano. They're all vulnerable in the postseason. But then you try to piece this thing together. And obviously guys weren't available today. And still guys are missing. And you wind up with Peralta, who looked like he was going to be a hero for a little while. You wind up putting the ball in the hands of Schmidt. Case closed. Hey, your game, kid. Take it away. So the Yankees now find themselves absolutely stunned. Knowing now that they are going to have to try to win this series on fumes. Get Cole to give them a big game. Attack a vulnerable starter on the Cleveland side tomorrow. Open a big lead and then let Cole take you, you know, to seven dominant innings of striking out 12 guys and then get back to Yankee Stadium on Monday. You're still going to be in a pen for a couple innings tomorrow night, no matter what. You're going to have a big problem in the pen, no matter where this series is in game five. You're going to have another close game at worst, at best, I should say, with the Indians, with the Guardians. You're going to have at least another close game. These guys are playing with house money. They're fast and loose. They nickel and dime you. They're having a ball. But this was a game that everything, everything was exactly what the Yankees wanted. Severino did his job. The offense did its job. Okay, I didn't like seeing Cabrera Cadillac on. You know, he hasn't been around long enough to be acting like that when he hits a home run. But that's for another day. The bottom line is they got the judge monster homer. That settled them down. They got the Cabrera two-run homer, and they dropped him in the lineup, took a little pressure off him. He got a double and a homer tonight. But again, he blew a ball in the outfield. You can't play. I blame the Yankees on positioning. That guy has no power. You can't play him that deep where you can't come in on the ball. Beta got a home run. So you got three home runs. You used the power. Costas, who will not be quiet no matter what. Listen, 
Costas has just, I don't know, he thinks that I guess every word is golden because he just will not shut up. Everything's a history lesson. We don't need a history lesson every two seconds. Okay, everybody's a Yankee fan. They have Yankee history. They understand Yankee history. They know it backwards and forwards. This is not a history class. It's a baseball game. Be quiet. Do the game. He's driving everybody crazy. He must have said a thousand times, the Yankee home runs. We know the Yankees have doubled their home runs this year. We know the Indians hit 127 homers and the Yankees hit 254. We know that. Everybody knows it. Make the point once, not 4,000 times. But be that as it may, okay? All right? This was easy to see coming. This has been coming for months. The Yankees have had so many issues with the pen. Once King went down, and Holmes obviously isn't healthy. Right? Chapman's not there. He's off doing whatever it is, and he's not, he can't do it anymore anyway. So they went in there, and they're going to try and piece this thing together, and it hasn't worked. And when you are in the 10th inning and you're going to a starting pitcher who was never relieved before, utter disaster in the postseason almost every time it happens. Yes, yes, Houston went to a starting pitcher, and they had to. They're playing an 18 in game. An 18 in game, you had no choice to do that. that. There comes a point where you have to do that. But you don't have to do it in the 10th inning. But a guy was never relieved before. And Cleveland's the type of team that just makes contact. They don't strike out a lot. They hit a lot of flares. They hit a lot of bloopers. They hit a lot of bleeders. That's who they are. So you have to play them that way. Because that's who they are. Play them more shallow in the outfield. Maybe you'll catch some of these bloops and bleeders. They hit a million of them. They put the bat on the ball. They beat you with paper cuts. The Yankees beat you with bombs. That's who they are. But what the Yankees can't do now is they can't beat you with the bullpen. And we're used to the Yankees being able to beat you with the bullpen, and they can't. This bullpen can't get the job done. And that's why a game that's 5-3, and hey, If you want to go anywhere in the postseason, you don't lose games with two-run leads in the ninth. Those are daggers. Those are right hooks. Left hooks. Right hooks. Say whatever you want. Okay? The bottom line is they're bombs. You can't take those and survive. You're going down as a team when you get hit. With those kind of situations where you can't hold a two-run lead in the ninth. When that happens, it does not, it does not end well. And we have said for months that this bullpen just was not gonna stand up to this scrutiny. And frankly, 
when you're asking guys who aren't even built for those roles and have never, ever done those roles to try and be there in the ninth inning and get an out with the bases loaded. He got one. He tried to get two. He couldn't get two. And Francona's bunch of babies over there, you know what? They're having a ball. Rosario's become a heck of a baseball player. He's a good baseball player. Ramirez is a tremendous baseball player. And they find a way. And I thought the Yankees really got a break because Ramirez, who you think is going to wreck the game there, hit a ringing double in in the corner and end the game, hit one up the gap and end the game, hit one in the seats and end the game. He hits a flare that they do a nice job of keeping from spinning off into the outfield and tying the game up. And you know what? That moving him up one base was not a killer. It actually kept them in the, in the lead. And then I, I, I didn't think Naylor was going to strike out. I, think, I figured Naylor hit a fly ball to the judge. He didn't. He struck out on three pitches. That was well done by Schmidt. But he didn't have another out in him. And now Cole, and let's be honest, I know I'm not the biggest Cole fan, but Cole gets paid a ton of money. It is not too much for him to ask him to beat their fourth starter and bring the series back to Yankee Stadium. That is not too much to ask. I'm sorry. That is not being the least bit demanding. If this ends in Cleveland, shame on everybody. If it ends in Yankee Stadium in the ninth inning or the 11th inning, so be it. But it should not end when you have a matchup with your ace on the mound. Your ace on the mound. Bring it home. As it is, he won't pitch if they do survive this series. He won't pitch until game three of the Houston series, and then he won't pitch twice in that series on full rest. So let's not even talk about what Houston presents and think about trying to get any of those guys out with this bullpen because they can't get these guys out. So you don't even want it. You don't even want to think about that. It's out there. It's reality, but you don't want to think about it. You want to put that off for another day, because there's no reason to ruin your day tomorrow thinking about the fact that the Astros have everything set up completely for them in the next series. Okay, and they just won their series in a, in a time when the teams with the big advantages the buys and the five days off are having a very tough time. I mean, the Braves are already gone right now. As we sit here, the Dodgers are, you know, trying to survive. And the Yankees have one foot in the grave. So obviously, It isn't going well 
Now, I see the Dodgers have taken a lead already in that game, but hey, I think we all expect the Dodgers to be heard from again in the series. It's not over yet by any stretch. But the point is, it has not been anything but tough on the teams with the buys. They were not given any great advantages here. It hasn't worked out that way. But you knew the Yankees had a lot of weaknesses, but the main one being this bullpen is just in shambles. It's been in shambles for a while. It's not healthy. They're missing a lot of parts. And it doesn't have any quality depth. And it doesn't have a real closer. They don't you did you think Schmidt was gonna be closing for this team? He wasn't supposed to close tonight. You were hoping Peralta was gonna close. They're trying to squeeze two and a third out of Peralta. All of a sudden it was his baby to, to be the guy. And then it was Schmidt's baby to be the guy. Devastating. There is no other word. Cleveland, six. Yankees, five. It will be a long, long Saturday night. They have football to take at least your mind off the Yankees for a couple hours tomorrow. Until that game is finally played at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Giants have an interesting game. Jets have an interesting game. Kansas City is going to play Buffalo. Before you even think about whether the Yankees can get this back to Yankee Stadium at 7 o'clock on Monday night. But again... Let me stress that if you are Cole and you cash the check he cashes and you get treated the way he gets treated, you brought him here, you pay him to not just win this game, to dominate this game, to make this game a no-brainer. Now, he can't do that without some help from the offense. I'm going to figure the offense is going to score a couple of runs tomorrow. I'm going to figure that's going to be the case. Which means if Cole does his job, we will have a game five. Considering the matchup in game four, the Yankees have to extend this thing to game five. This is a team. They're playing a team that was predicted to win in the high 70s in their games won this year. They had broken that team down. Remember, they didn't have Francona at the end of both of the last two years, and last year the team collapsed without him. And then this year they got incredibly hot in September and ran away with the division, and they're still here. And we know how good Francona is. He's not good, he's great. He's a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame manager. When he retires, he goes to Cooperstown. Case closed. He's a great all-time manager. 
not just because of his strategy, but because of how he runs a roster, how he leads his guys. How he gets so much out of so many people. And right now he's got that team believing. And let's see if Boone can somehow have the Yankees find the swagger that they had in the fifth inning when Cabrera was Cadillacing it around the bases after he hit that home run. And they were all smiles in the dugout. Or when Beta hit the home run and they were all jumping around in the dugout. Find that again tomorrow. Don't go down with a whimper with Cole on the mound. This was a shot. This was an absolute shot. There's no question. Having this game completely under control and then losing it by giving up three runs in the ninth inning is devastating. Get this series back to Yankee Stadium one day at a time. Right now, find a way to get this team ready to play tomorrow night behind its quote-unquote ace and get this thing back to Yankee Stadium. If this thing ends against Houston, which is a better team, a healthier team and a better team, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy to take because it's Houston and you hate them so much and you're sick of looking at them. And you're sick of seeing them there year after year and seeing them as the roadblock. But you know what? You can understand it. If they lose this series, what does it say about this squad? This year. But it was going to be tough with this bullpen. And it's still going to be tough trying to piece it together. This is not what you were looking for, but hey, it is what it is. And right now, it is desperate, and it is ugly, and you got to take it one inning at a time. You got plenty of power, and tomorrow you have power on the mound. should be able to get your way back to Yankee Stadium and then find a way from there. First things first, get the game five back in the Bronx. But for this one tonight... It could not, could not have unfolded in a tougher way. Just a brutal, brutal loss. But brutal losses in the bullpen were easy to forecast for this team come the postseason. It was not hard to see coming. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.